1: Thanks for listening to the Town Hall Review with Hugh Hewitt podcast, bringing to you the best voices on the stories and issues that matter. Helping make it all possible is the generous partnership with the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy. Here's another piece I'll trust you enjoy. We've heard from so many people concerning uh, Governor Cuomo's uh, situation. Michael Goodwin has been on this from day one. The chief political columnist for the New York Post and uh here he's got the articles and he's he again talk about vital reads uh michael's the last in my opinion of the objective journalists and he always has new york in his heart michael goodwin does and oh, michael we welcome you to the show and uh what a crazy time in this city my i i just can't believe it where do we start michael where do we start my friend <laughs>
2: uh you know? good morning joe it's uh <laughs> you're right it is a crazy time a lot of moving parts and I think uh, uh, a lot of people just look at their look at all this and throw up their hands and say, "When does it end? When do yeah. we get back to normal, yep. uh, exactly. whatever normal is?" And uh, so I I share that feeling. It it does feel like we're living in sort of the the, the tumult uh, of all tumults. But look, it's been worse in the past. I mean, wars, pestilence you know 9 11 uh so we're things are by and large pretty good but it's been a tough year no question about it
1: well you use you, you start your article
0: uh this-
1: It's a heartless Cuomo, an insult to New York, and, and Michael, how low can he go as the investigation into allegations of, this is Michael Goodman's article, brilliant as always, whether you agree with it or not, as the investigation into allegations of sexual harassment against Governor Cuomo neared its finish, I found myself wondering, Michael, you say, how the governor could possibly explain himself. Uh, to his father, Mario, uh, and you know we—I uh, was one of those uh, folks that always uh, admired Mario Cuomo. And if I could just pivot here for a second, Michael, um, on that watching uh, Governor Cuomo, that 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 answer to the to this to, to Tish James charges, that answer that seemed like a pre-produced, packaged video that was waiting to be shown. Do you agree? I mean, how did oh, he have oh, all? Oh yes. I mean, wasn't it all together? They must have had it locked and loaded, ready to go.
2: You know, I think uh, two two things explain that, Joe. Uh, first, Cuomo himself uh, testified before the investigators. Uh, it's now, I think, something like nine, ten days ago. Um so he knew at the time what the evidence showed. He, he was okay, confronted okay. by that evidence when yeah. he testified. Yeah. So that, so he had a real heads up as to where the investigators were going. And it wouldn't surprise me that uh, if, if his lawyer uh, and his team got a copy of the final report, In advance of its Uh, public release that that would not be, uh, I think, uh, uh, a violation of anything, probably 24, 48 hours so they could. Uh, prepare a response that would come out quickly after the report rather than making them get the report at the same time as everyone else and had to scramble because that first news cycle is so important. So I think it's realistic to give the defendant, in this case Cuomo, a chance to respond as quickly as possible. So if he got a heads up, I don't have a problem with that.
1: It's amazing. I wish I was that prepared on this radio show, Michael. I mean, it was like, oh my gosh! It's like he's he went on the air and he's going like uh, here, and then video comes up as
2: he's talking.
1: Yes. I'm going yeah. like, gosh, look at this is Hollywood, man! What was going on?
2: And, and yeah, so, no, it was it was. Uh it was overall a a, a, an insufficient defense let's put it that way but i think they pulled out all the stops in trying to use his parents which i found disgraceful uh when you think of what he's saying look mario was a kisser my mother was a kisser all politicians are kisser kissers well that's not what he's being accused of here uh he's being accused of groping he's being accused of a toxic environment where he's a bully, where he's intimidating these women, where he's hiring them in many cases for their looks and promoting them. And it's a constant sexual banter in the office with public employees and groping and kissing and making all kinds of comments about them and their personal lives. I mean, it really, as the investigator said, and as the attorney general said, this is fits the classic definition of unlawful touching of um, of um, uh, and of violating both federal and state laws a state law by the way that Andrew Cuomo himself signed and boasted about so this is not the ordinary stuff so to 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 use his parents that way, hmm. I thought was uh, a sign of just how disgraceful he is and how cruel he is. He will sacrifice anybody and anything for his ego.
1: Yeah, I've always admired uh, Mario, uh, although uh, politically he was a little far left, but he was yeah. still for the, uh, for the people. He always was for the people. I believe that. And Matilda is, I always say, royalty. What a glorious gal. And you hate to see the family go through this, but uh, how do you how do you get out of it? Does he just resign? But you know, and and the inside line, and you're listening to Michael Goodwin and Piscopo on the radio. And and the good thing about this is you're getting a complete, really inside look with the great Michael Goodwin. And it's out in New York, and I know so many people listen around the country now. Michael, I'm seeing the numbers; everybody's listening nationally. So, like, what's going on in New York? What's going on in New York? So I turn that to you, Michael Goodwin. You know who knows this city better than anybody. What does he do now? What does Cuomo do now? Does he just give up Turn away? it's so unlike him. you know that
2: that's right. Um, and I, I don 't think he will go without a, a fight and so attacking the women who accused him is really the first step. He is so he's attacked the accusers uh, their their truthfulness uh, that they have motives. Mm. He has attacked the investigators he's attacked the attorney general. Um, mm. He, you know, he says it's all politics. Well, I don't know that, you know, Joe, it, it, it's like, uh, you know, a comedian accusing another comedian of telling jokes. I mean, that's what comedians do. And and so for Cuomo, a politician, to accuse others of playing politics, I, I don't know where to draw the line. I mean, how do you how do you untangle that? So he's going to use everything he can, uh, including using state money for his lawyers, Uh, To try to get out of this to buy himself time to hope that the that the fever will pass Uh, The problem with that is now we have this report. It is now treated not as allegation, but as fact That is the conclusion of the investigators and of the Attorney General. These are no longer charges. These are now corroborated allegations confirmed substantiated proven Uh, the Problem for Cuomo then becomes the political uh, apparatus around him, the Democratic Party. You've had everyone, including President Biden yesterday, who is more important to this point than being president, and he's really the head of the Democratic Party. And so he has said Cuomo must resign. Everyone in the Democratic Party now, all the leaders are saying that. And, and the significance of that, Joe, is we live in a very blue state. New York has never been more blue than it is now. So the Democratic Party controls both houses of the legislature, legislature with veto-proof majorities. You can't blame this on Republicans. This, these are Democrats, fellow Democrats, telling Andrew Cuomo, you've got to go. Get out of town now. We're done yeah. with you. And so if you don't, we'll impeach you. Yeah. So I think he will wait a bit to see uh-huh. if that if that becomes the real position or if there are renegades within the party who say, fight on, fight on. I'll just add one more thing quickly. Yeah, Richard Nixon intended to fight Watergate. He did not intend to resign until the Republican leaders of the United States Senate came to him and said, Mr. President, you don't have the votes. And any politician knows if you don't have the votes, you lose. And that message, I believe, will be delivered to Cuomo soon. And I think at that point, then there will be no fight. Now, he may still think he can stay and force them to impeach him and convict him and remove him. Mm-hmm. But I, right now, I think the votes are there to do that.
1: Wow. What an incredible fall. Uh, You know, and and, and before we let you go, Michael Goodwin, uh, the Albany uh, District Attorney Soar is looking into a potentially criminal case of sexual harassment. This is going to be a big problem for the governor as well, correct?
2: Sure, sure. But I would just add one one thought on that, Joe. Uh, Notice that Cyrus Vance, the District Attorney of Manhattan, where many of these things happened, doesn't make a peep. He is only committed to prosecuting Donald Trump. Cyrus Vance is like a special prosecutor just for Donald Trump. He doesn't prosecute prostitution, uh, petty crimes, yeah. Yeah. subway yeah. urination. No, no, yeah. Yeah. only Donald Trump. Andrew Cuomo gets a pass. Hillary Clinton got a pass. Cyrus Vance never sees crimes except when they benefit him politically. It's a disgrace yeah. that Cyrus Vance is Manhattan D.A. Wow.
1: Michael, on, on fire this morning. Michael Goodwin, you gotta, you got to check out Michael Goodwin, the chief political columnist for the New York Post. Just Google Michael Goodwin and read his articles. Michael, uh, just amazing having you on the show with us uh, when we do. We appreciate you taking the time. Keep the fight, my friend, and I uh, and, uh, hope to see you one of these days soon. Thank you, Joe. My pleasure. Thank you, Thank you sir. Michael Goodwin right there. Thanks for listening to the Town Hall Review. Our program is coming today in partnership with the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy. It's America's most unique graduate leadership program offered on Pepperdine's breathtaking campus in Malibu, California. Learn more at publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu. If you're enjoying the podcast, please tell a friend to go to Town Hall Review and sign up as well today.
3: This is Carol Platt-Lebow for townhall.com. National Public Radio announced an ethics policy update. Its journalists can now participate in activities that advocate for, quote, the freedom and dignity of human beings, unquote, both on social media and in person. Who knew so many NPR employees were eager to oppose assisted suicide and support pro-life causes? Just kidding, of course. The article announcing the change specifically referenced Black Lives Matter protests and gay pride parades. NPR has always leaned left. In recent years, like most of the mainstream media, it's frequently crossed the line into outright partisanship. The bias has been so blatant that even left-leaning writers like Matt Taibbi have criticized it. If it were an independent website, that would be unfortunate, but none of our business. But as taxpayers, you and I pay for NPR through the Corporation for Public Broadcasting. And someone needs to explain to me why my tax dollars should subsidize a bunch of hard-left activist reporters. I'm Carol Platt-Lebo.
0: The Pepperdine School of Public Policy, America's unique graduate program for leaders. Learn more at publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu.